Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where Bob and Derek have beards, talk booze, and drink books. Something like that. Alright, as always, I am Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the Ask the Podcast, Derek. I am your favorite part, creative consultant, Tanya. Mm. Don't lie. You know it's true. Mm. You know it's accurate. <laughs> good, 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 good. Hello, good morning. I am creative consultant, Tanya. What, hello, Very- good evening, and good night. Good morning, good evening. Oh, we're done? Okay, well, it was nice no. talking to you guys. Ooh, right. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hi. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, who watched uh, House of the Dragon? Not me. No. No. So, so in a stunning role reversal, I have. What a the guy, bitch! <laughs> the guy who didn't watch any Game any of Thrones. Of the, oh my god! It's probably for watched. the best. But I mean, honest, okay, honestly though, like you have very, you don't have the expectations that we, correct, Derek and I would have had because we watched the well, show. All right, you so only to, read the wiki, and you're not the, hey, you, hey you're not offended. I, did, I didn't by just what read did the wiki. Starting in season four or five, oh I read God. the weekly recap just uh, articles, <laughs> so I would know wow. what happened in, in the episodes. Wow. I like to be a part of the conversation. Yikes. So how's how's the dragons? It was good. Um, and I'll say this. I, I have talked to a number of people that uh, watched Game of Thrones and were real butthurt who then uh, watched this. And everyone I've talked to likes it. Every um, Yeah. Everything I've heard is everyone's cautiously optimistic if they've seen the show before. Yeah. But I'm I'm going I'm going to wait for at least the first season to come out before I start. But, yeah, they've already greenlit season two. Um, oh, so you're just not going to do it at all? Nope, I'm not going to do it at all. Okay, you know, wow. I, I respect haters, it. Haters going to hate. No, just well, a nation, I mean, just a nation look, of player Haitians. I'm not going to intentionally put myself in a situation to be hurt again. That's fair. I'm just not. That's fair. And That's fair. here's the thing: is like it's it's good in the beginning, and then you get hooked, and then later it ends up being bullshit. And at that point. No, no. I got. I got to say, it's part not, of the appeal for me is uh, <clears throat> Matt Smith Bob wants to be hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, Matt Smith. Um, I, I have become a big Doctor Who fan. Weirdly, for a guy who absolutely hates time travel, I've become a big Doctor Who fan. And Matt yeah. Smith is uh, my second favorite Doctor. And I've heard and he's really good in this. So he is. It. It was real disconcerting at first because he's very jarring much Doctor. Yeah, yeah. and then it's, he's he's playing a real asshole <laughs> uh, so it goes from like the the biggest galactic nice guy to like uh the biggest asshole on the show um, every everything i've heard about the first episode was it was very good but it was basically it was his show like he was the standout on the show for the first episode i would agree with i would agree with that although the 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 daughter of the king whose mm-hmm. name is some weird um uh, Targaryen uh, name. Targaryen probably. name. Like her. There's some R's, there's some O's, there's probably a V and a Y in there somewhere. Who knows? Jumbled together. Um, but uh she was real good. She was kind of a standout, I thought. Um, and then it's so early, like no one got a ton of screen time. And like the one of the people who got the most screen time was the king, but he's kind of ineffectual. Like he he plays that very well, but because of that, he doesn't come across super great, you know. But um, but yeah, no spoilers. It, uh, it was good. Um, it was 
I mean, there was there was sex, there was um, violence, there was um, political political. <laughs> I was yes. trying to say political shenanigans, and you it came out political. Shenanigans. Pe- <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I think I think that's one where I'm going to wait to the end of the season, take the temperature, and decide whether or not. I'm willing to, yeah. to watch it. And See, I just, I, 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 the thing about it is, is everyone who wants to already knows how this plays out. Right. Because this book, this book is already written. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they have not, for me, what I, they can't fuck it up. Well, no, they, I'm sure. Well, they no, can. they definitely can, but yeah. But what my thing is, there's going to have to be a time jump at some point. Yeah. That's and what I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm really liking what they've set up here. I'm going to be real angry if episode two, they jump forward 15 years, you know? Yeah. Um, I hope that, I hope that this gets time to breathe. Let's explore the space. Um, But I don't know. We'll see. And they may, I don't know. They may do some, it, it could turn out really good or turn out really bad if they do like time jumping back and forth. Cause it worked really good Mm -hmm. in true detective worked really good in true detective season three. Um, but it also often turns out real trash. So I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah. But yeah. I give it uh, two thumbs up. Considering uh, it, it does compare for me, it does compare well to uh, Game of Thrones because the only episodes I've sat down and watched are the first three episodes on a very terrible, terrible date that ended up with me hiding oh. in a bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, that was my only like full experience. And then, uh, you know, I've caught parts of episodes here and there in later seasons, which seemed a little more action packed. But this kind of compared favorably to the early episodes of Game of Thrones, where it's kind of setting setting the scene, so so to speak. But it still had a little action, had a had some jousting, which everybody likes. Yeah. Which everyone also likes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought not there for that. I I thought we were going to see Matt Smith hang dong. You know, I was kind of excited for that in a weird way. Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. There was, there was a tasteful towel that interceded at the last second. So you really want to see his magical screwdriver. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I bet it's impressive. Um, not as impressive as Peter Capaldi, who is the best doctor for those uh, who were wondering. Just stop. Just stop. I've seen one single episode of Doctor Who. And um, it was an episode where like mannequins came to life. Yep. And I was oh. terrified because yeah. I was working retail and routinely <laughs> the store, which meant going upstairs where we stored mannequins. And I was like, absolutely the fuck not. I'm out. Yeah. No, so that, that's the thing about Doctor Who that really surprised me is how many of the episodes are really like horror episodes. Yeah, it was um, spooked me. I was out. I was done. No, thanks. Yeah, it's like this weird yeah. blend of like sci-fi and horror a lot of the time well, and because the future really... is terrifying well, well no, it's, think about it, it's not always the future it's sometimes they go to the past and the past is equally terrifying so no but here's the thing it makes perfect sense because the general idea at least from what i've gathered is that the 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 doctor does generally not do violence so it's always right. trying to solve the problem in a non-violent way what's the most threatening thing to someone who's not violent violence Violence. yeah because they're having to it's a thriller or it's a it's a fear 
factory of them trying to avoid everything else kind of yeah. thing. Well, so it let makes me, sense. It's a lot of terror. Quick aside, I'm going to tell you the two most terrifying creatures in, in this show. Oh, Creature one are called the Weeping Angels. Yep, knew that. If you, while you are looking at them, they cannot move. But if you close your eyes or you look away, they can move. They look like, sta- they look like you know, like graveyard statues of like angels doing like this. But then like, um, if you like look away and you look back, they're like, suddenly they're like a lot closer and they're like reaching for you kind of deal. They're the um, ghosts from Mario. Yes. 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 The ghosts yeah. from Mario. Okay. Yeah. But All look right. much creepier. Um, the other one is, I think it's called the silence. I can't remember, but you can only remember them while you're looking at them. If you ever look away, you forget they exist. Um, and so Welcome what to ha- ADD life, like you look away <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. You don't look at it. It doesn't exist anymore. So what people do is they, when they're looking at them, they put like a tally mark on their arm. And so it's like, okay, oh, I see them. I remember that. I remember them make a tally mark. And then you look away. It's like, oh crap, I have a tally mark on my arm. Oh my God, the silence must be around. And then you see these people that have like dozens of tally marks. And it's like, ah! it's real creepy. good. Yeah, it's creepy. very creepy. Um, yeah. So yeah, creepy. House of the Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, two thumbs up from Bob. There's a Derek that's waiting and a Tanya that says, get the fuck out of here. There's there's just too many other things that exist. 100%. If this, let's, I I don't think this can run as long as, I don't think it's going to hit eight seasons. I think, I think this will probably end up being five seasons. That's my guess. Just with zero reason for that. I'm just saying five seasons. Let's say all five seasons come out. Is it five seasons in a movie? (laughs) Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, good question good question um but no after so after five seasons by all accounts it did not shit the bed on the ending tanya do you then go back and watch it nope fair enough nope. here's the thing i, I just I, there's there's just too many other things to do with my life and there's not to there's, be like there's brooklyn 99 which is my new addiction okay that's a great show um when we're off camera let me just go on a tangent about um project that I did for grad school that was fantastic that I used Brooklyn Nine-Nine it was great um but no there's just too many other things in the world and um we like we were joking before we started recording about like you know ever growing to be red list yeah yeah and I I would rather at this point spend my time reading or tending to my garden or pet my cat or doing my stupid homework than watching tv i bought um i bought a switch and i play some video games very rarely i don't know there's just more things i would rather do than give george rr R. martin I, more of my time i was I, literally about to say there's more there's better things to do than to get excited about another a book series yep, and yep. a world that's never going to finish the way you <laughs> yeah. wanted it to i saw so yep. just let, <laughs> yeah, stay away exactly exactly i saw i saw a joke press release that said uh stephen king uh, just for shits and giggles, wrote Wins a Winner last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give it to me. Give it to me. I mean, I will read it. Shit. Someone oh, yeah. pick it up and tell me how. Yeah, but there'd probably be some. Explain to me how Bran actually ends up on the throne or put someone else there. Oh, that's not going to happen. No. Uh, no. All right. Real, real talk for a second. it to me. Do you think, like, well, okay, we know it's not going to happen, but if he finishes, do you think he's actually going to have Bran end up on no, the throne? No, he's not. Because I think, no. he, I think he's going to change it. I think Feedback not such shit. No, 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 no. He that was not the correct idea. Bob, you know enough about narrative construction. Yeah. So look at 
even just reading the fucking wikis of everything that happened, everything else, you yeah. know, the construction of the story is not built to end in that way. That is not the end of his character arc. That does not make any sense. And it no, will no. not give the readers a successful arc to be celebrated oh. or something yeah. for them. It will not, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking it will not give. Do, um, do you think that maybe that's why it's taking him so long? Because yes. he's trying to write it so that it will make sense. Yeah, it don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> he's no, either because... rewriting it so that because the um, the response was so shit, so he's either rewriting it to put someone else on the throne or having to really flesh out in a way that makes sense because it didn't make any sense in the show. Yeah. So. No, I mean he 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 didn't have anything to do with the last like three seasons, like so the yeah. fact that Brand like that's not a that has nothing to do with his storyline, and they specifically said we're off of what George said, like we're not following his story at the end. Mm-hmm. Hence why yeah. it all fell apart. But like, True. no, absolutely yeah. not. That's just not where that goes. But um, I, I will say quickly, House of the Dragon. I did jot down this note. 10 million viewers to, tuned in for the first episode. That is the record for the biggest HBO premiere of all time. Mm, good for um, I'm going to be real curious to see what the stats are for episode two. Isn't that um, if it, it's tonight. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see. Cause you know, that HBO is real worried that the backlash from season eight, that no one was going to watch this. They and, should be. Yeah. And rightfully so, but it seems seeming well, now granted, the 10 million viewers was not what Game of That's Thrones was the, averaging mm-hmm. a, averaging at the like during season eight. Um, but it is still obviously the biggest launch in HBO history. So uh a it lot, been a lot worse. of those people. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It was good enough that they greenlit season two already. So yeah. we need um, to carry some of that energy over to Netflix for Sandman, but you know. Oh uh, yeah. Need so to I learned some of that energy for a much better IP. Let's go. I <laughs> because it has an end. Right? I haven't, well, and I've read all of Sandman. It's fantastic. Um, and uh, no, like one of the best comics ever ever created. Um, and but this is something I learned. Um, apparently, Netflix, the more important stat to them is not number of watches. It's how quickly. Like that, that people binge it within a certain amount of time. Like they don't care about, oh, 10 million people watch this. They care 4 million people watch this within a week and a half. They um, watched the whole season tonight. That's yeah, that kind of that they gross. binged it. Uh, Neil Gaiman tweeted about it. He was like, hey guys, if you, you know, Netflix really cares about this stat, you know, if we're because this was it was super expensive to make. And that's exactly yeah. what Netflix always does. They pick something that's super expensive to make. And then it's like, oh, God, this is really expensive. Oh, we don't want to keep spending this money. Then why did you pick this? There are so many IPs that you could do that don't cost a lot of money. Yeah. And you you keep picking the expensive shit. Oh, God, I hate Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't hate Netflix. I hate Netflix I for do. letting me down over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, no. So, yeah, binge it. That's, I, I do really want to watch it. Um, it, it's on my to-do list, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is consuming Binging? all my watching. I just, I'm just, I don't know, man. Like I'm at the, I'm at the point. I don't want to be all like fuddy-duddy, but like, I just binging anything sounds awful to me <laughs> at this point. Like, 
I don't know. But yes, people go binge this if you're a binge watcher. Go, <laughs> yeah. go binge watch Sandman. I mean, I'm binging as much as a you know 37 year old guy who works and is busy as fuck can binge anything. I'm binging is, Reno 911. I mean, like, sometimes you like, can watch three whole episodes in a day. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, we're getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, really. I mean, that's about it. Like, it, thank God they're short because I can watch yeah. like three of them a night. <laughs> <laughs> There's only 150 episodes. Oh, you're right on the cusp of catching up, Bob. Yeah, um, it's a good show. That's a yeah. good one. All right, Light other news. Hearted. We okay. we have we haven't we haven't <laughs> done uh, any booze news in a bit, and I've got a a real gem for you. Mm-hmm. Japan. So, Derek, Japan yeah. is a country. I know. In Continue. East this Asia. is a funny joke. This is a good joke. <laughs> um. So their national tax agency is kind of freaking out because uh, people have quit because people have quit drinking, um, which is because for literal decades Japan as a country has really campaigned against drinking, Um, and now they're like, oh crap, we're doing real good at this, and oh crap, we're not getting tax revenue from from booze anymore. Um, we're, we've taken a big hit on our tax revenue from alcohol sales. And so uh, the tax agency has uh, decided to start an online contest dubbed Sake Viva, exclamation point, which is weird to me. Like if you're doing it, uh, Viva is, is, is Spanish, right? I mean, that's like live, like sake live. Yeah. So why, if it's the national tax agency, why are you naming your national contest with a word from a from Spanish? I don't, it just seems, everything about this is very weird to me. Um, but yeah, they, they are uh, asking young people, I think it's ages 21 to 30 something, 39, I think, <laughs> to submit business plans designed to lure young people back to buying liquor and beer gross just <laughs> gross but we all know why correct uh Money. well because their their uh their uh liquor industry is real big R- right but do you know why they're trying to I- increase the amount of money that they're getting from taxes for liquor oh because people are old and everyone's old and everyone Not just won't that. die. Okay, so <laughs> this is this is very much in my wheelhouse. So it's just yeah. surprised. So so okay. Um. So <laughs> I hate both of you, but no. Anyways, so uh, no, but basically because of uh, because of the extreme bureaucracy in Japan when it comes to anything, they're really good at organizing things, but being really good at organizing things means there's a lot of fucking paperwork there's a lot of movement or um process that has to happen to do anything on a governmental level right Mm -hmm. so if anybody wants to get in their country at all right now they're still held together tighter than almost anybody in the world they don't let anyone come in so what also do they get a lot of money from tourism Tourism. yeah which they are getting none of for the past mm. like year and a half, they've been encouraging people within Japan to go to these tourist places across Japan to continue trying to keep everything moving and money flowing and moving throughout the country. And it's not working. And they have also not allowed anyone into the country 
and they're trying to do anything they can to bring in more money other than do let people in in the, in the country so hmm. they're like okay let's tax the liquor more but yeah. they're oh wait people no don't drink as much as we <laughs> because we've been trying to get them to not so huh. it's a it's a so a lot of uh, actually um two or three of the um japanese based youtubers that i follow have made videos about the, it, like basically being like okay government this is enough like you cannot keep doing this you've completely destroyed your own country's ec- uh, economic development like it's got to stop now otherwise we're getting to dangerous levels and yeah. they they quote unquote released or they what's the word um they kind of eased up on some of the restrictions but in Japan, the reason I mentioned the bureaucracy, the easing up on the <laughs> on the restrictions is still like five times more paperwork and stuff than it has to do to get into any other country in the world. Like it's insanity. Like even living there and being a Japanese citizen, it is so hard to get back there when they go out of the country that even the like one of the YouTubers that I was watching was like it, they just went on an international tour and they were just like, it's not even worth it. Like it was it took like insane amounts of paperwork to get, even get back in the country I gotta so, yeah. Say, yeah i'm i'm very impressed that you're finally taking on yourself to learn something about this country that you've heard about just wait until we get to our question bob <laughs> god all right last bit of news um i had a book come out Woo, book four go buy Woo. it let's go yeah Woo. um by the time you hear this all the sales are over sorry you missed, you missed <laughs> um, well they should to, be following you on right, exactly. amazon exactly. or follow you on you know the social media then they could get the you get know on my email list you yeah. know i got um, the email that was like oh it's coming oh it's here yeah yeah, yeah. so the there you go i got the yeah. facebook chat text being like there you go. look at these beautiful covers because if okay. you guys have not can, seen the covers we, the can covers we are talk nuts. a minute about those so yep. good Dude, it's, so it's insane how good those covers are. Like all kidding aside, Jesus it's, Christ. So here, here's good. here's the wonky bit about those covers is I I love those covers, obviously. Um I, I made the last two. Um and uh the problem is they don't look like traditional urban fantasy covers, which they don't. That's fair. Which, which works for me when I'm advertising in places that are urban fantasy centric. Like there's a Facebook group. Uh, fans of urban fantasy uh, it's like 30,000 yeah. 30, urban fantasy fans in a group mm-hmm. um so my covers really stand out there um but when i'm advertising they can't elsewhere, tell that it's urban fantasy yeah, it's not yeah. it definitely defies cuz it's not a scantily clad female looking back over her shoulder with a purples and blue color swirls behind her basically. and look as much as i like scantily cl- whatever you just said yeah. I mean, we all, let's be real, right? we all like scantily clad women looking back over their shoulder yes, in purple I mean, yeah. lighting. There's a, I mean. there's a reason it's used, so let's be fair yeah. here. But yeah, no, yeah. But no the, the minimal color contrast mm-hmm. stuff of just, 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 oh my God, I love it so much. Yeah. I would frame them. Like, these are like good looking, the art's really nice. Like, I would frame them and did have them you, in my office at work. Did we have a can. conversation about whether or not you had notebooks? Because I need a new notebook for my Ooh. new job. Uh, I think you can order the cover of book one on a notebook. I I'm think my, I, I'll have to look um, into that. Anyway. If you go, if you go to my website, tell us mm-hmm. for those listening. Um, uh, when you go to the store page, there's a uh, like, there's a link that, Hey, get the shirt here. 
but there's a link that's like get it on a bunch of other stuff here if you click that one that would be the link that has notebooks potentially um i do i do though have postcards made of the cover of book one so um i mean just the just the logo it doesn't have like the words or anything but just like the skull and the flowers i got postcards made of that so i did because like going to conventions i need something cheap at mm -hmm. my booth that people can buy um because a lot of times people come up and they don't they're not in for the 15 dollars it would take to get a book but they're like oh i want to support do you have something like for a couple three bucks like yes yes i'm gonna say buy, three four bucks yeah. buy a post buy a postcard so um but yeah so book four came out praying the day is not poison um howard marsh getting into some shenanigans it's got hippies and possums and and <laughs> and demon pigs and football Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, he's wild. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have an interesting uh, topic this for our, for, for our book battle, our book discussion this week. Um, drawing from the list of suggestions I made uh, when we were starting the season, we chose if you could make each of your co-hosts read one book, what would it be and why? And it's, so it's one book each. So, I pick a book for Tanya and for Derek. Um, so uh, who wants to go first? And what we'll do is we'll each do one and then each do the other kind of deal. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, I'll go. Okay. So how about you, uh, Derek? Derek does me. I do you. Okay. All right. All right. So Derek, mm -hmm. you need to read Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. I'm not mad at it. I haven't read it yet. I'm I know it. you okay. haven't read it. It's real good. Um, uh -huh. It's got a lot of good character building. There's some, like, you know, well, it's Sanderson. So you got like, you know, novel magic systems. Um, he's really descriptive because I know you really like um, eloquent wording, like things that are described well and worded well. Mm -hmm. and, and Sanderson kind of does that here, but um, it's a standalone. So you're not getting deep into a series. Um, it's written in a way that you can just breeze through it. Um, so it's not really clunky. Um, I think, I just think you would really enjoy the the character building, the interaction between the characters that they have in there, and then the fun little magic system. Yeah. You should read Warbreaker uh, by Sanderson. I'll second this, Derek. You haven't read a standalone Sanderson, have you? Um, I started, what was his first one? Um, Elantris. Yeah, I started that one, and then I think like the, the actual physical copy of it like got damaged somehow. I'll, I'll say I liked Elantris, but that is a, a slow burn book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Warbreaker is not. Warbreaker. Pow, pow. I mean, it, yeah, it, it still has the, the Sanderson avalanche to right, it. Right, 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 right. But, yeah. but well, it, and you kind of like the... You kind of like the anime kind of thing. And at the end, like I still very vividly yes. have this scene painted where just like Bruh! and I'm just like, holy shit. So yeah, yeah. I remember the, I remember if I'm remembering correctly, I remember the conversation that y'all have had about it when I was there. Yeah. And I had forgotten, I don't remember most of the specifics other than it sounded good. Yeah, so it I, is. But yeah, it no, is. yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely that. consider that. Yeah, yes. no, I, I agree, Derek. You need to read that because it, well, it's also it's it's kind of refreshing to read a a standalone Sanderson because you know, he love maybe. him, love him, but he's a wordy motherfucker. 
don't know. Maybe, um, maybe that's what I'll do next then, because I'm kind of looking for a new book and I'm, nothing's really grabbing me right now. So yeah. maybe either that or what Bob suggests. Well, mine's going to be better, whatever he suggests. Mine. No, yeah, that's fair. Mm, we'll mm. see. So, Derek, what do you what do you recommend for me? Okay, this is great, and you're going to probably be annoyed with me, but I don't care. Are you ready for this, Bob? It's a bitch in manga, isn't it? No, I dodged that. I can. I oh, considered it. I considered thank it. God. No, this is this is even better. This is even better. So you need to read the book, League of Legends: Realms of Runeterra. And here's why. It is the book that you've always wanted to write. So basically. Uh, stop. Is it yes. Badger? Is it Badger Noble Houses? No, because no, that's what you need to write next. <laughs> well, not what you need to read next. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, but no, it's it's basically just a the official companion novel, a book. It's not a novel. It's basically a fancy encyclopedia. It's Ooh. about the world. So all it is is all the different places in the world with extremely good art. It has art for each section, information about the cultures of each section, things about the politics of each section, things about what kind of creatures live in the section or in that type of area. It has all of it. Literally, there is a section on the architecture for each section. All of that. You can physically see it because they have the art for it. And then at the end of each section, there's a short story that takes place in that region. Mm-hmm. Okay. At so, first, at first, I was like hard no on this. No, um, no, no, no. I was like, I'm not reading a some bitch in League of Legends novelization. Um, no, no, no. But no, I so this really, is literally, I really what, love that style of book. Like yeah. the, I had the Lord of the Ring. I still have it. The Lord of the Rings encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. It's just full of art, and it's 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 basically a dictionary for Lord of the Rings. Um, very encyclopedia it and like i spent more time reading that book than probably any other growing up which probably says a disturbing amount about me but and um, it's a hardback and it's only 250 um, pages yeah Yeah, it's real good uh i gave a copy of it to our buddy chris uh, keith and so he's got that and then i've got a copy that i got for christmas i think yeah Yeah. that's that's scratching some itches yeah Yeah. next time i see he's like that my way yeah, because I mean, I feel like we had this conversation a few years ago when we were talking about like you just like world building so much. I do. And you wish you could do that. So it's like, here's a literally all this book is is world building with short stories, which you yeah. also like writing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's something that I, I buy a lot of. Like at when I Dragon Con is this upcoming weekend. And so when I go to that, um, last time I was there, I don't buy a lot of stuff there anymore. Um, most of what I buy is art. Um, but if I no, ever stumble insane in this, oh my God. Well, uh, and so the, uh, what I do with the, I buy books there. Like if, if there's an artist who's like, Hey, you know, I've been building this world. Here's a book about it. Like I buy those up. Like I love, like, it, I think it's like Brian Stroud, um, did like books on like goblins. Like it's like encyclopedia of goblins kind of deal. Like, obviously it's all made up, but cool art and stuff like that. I just love books like that and i i'm slowly building a collection of them like i don't buy physical books anymore unless they are super they're either ergotic art or they're art art heavy books um so yeah no good recommendation i'm i'm here for it bring it to dnd night i will all right tanya i have two recommendations for you uh, um, he already cheated you yes <laughs> y'all do i always cheat 
Okay. Um, all right. Hit me so with them. First one, I've uh, for you. I did two because I've already recommended one of these to you. Gideon Fair. the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. I have it on my Prime reading. It is. It is on yes. my. I bumped it up the list because I can get it for free on Prime. So yeah, Gideon the Ninth. Yes. Yeah. Space now lesbian. That, sp- Space that, lesbian <laughs> necromancers. Yeah, I'm. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, he that, sold me last time. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, and I've read it, and it is legit really good. Um, okay. The second book? <laughs> like sec- I didn't like the second book. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, the second book of the, yeah, I thought you were talking about the second, oh, second book. Oh, second book of Gideon <laughs> the Ninth. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. no, the, the sequel to Gideon the Ninth. I did not oh, like. Okay. That gotcha. said, the third book is coming out. Uh, so harrow harrow the ninth is the second book and then i think it's nona the ninth um nona the ninth is coming out i guess it's got to be sometime here within the year i would think um i am going to read that here's the problem uh i spent too long between reading gideon the ninth and harrow the ninth and harrow the ninth without getting into spoilers there's it has to do with memory kind of deal and like memories being altered and I hadn't read the first book recently enough to to fully you grasp. You didn't what, know what was real versus what yeah. was different. Compare it, these two pictures. They are the yeah. same picture. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, that that is okay. an issue. All right. So here's okay. my second okay. recommendation for you. All right. I, I just read this book. This is the last book I finished. Catherine House by okay. Elizabeth Thomas. Okay. Uh, the premise is... Uh, there is this uh, like private college that is super impossible to get into. You go through like a billion rounds of interviews and write essays and they're just looking for like the best of the best kind of deal. And uh, this girl gets into it. But what happened was in between her interview and actually getting here, like the wheels totally fall off on her life. Um like she basically becomes like homeless and like super depressed and very fuck the world. And she winds up here and now she's in this place and she's caught. She's caught because she desperately doesn't want to leave here because here, no one knows. Well, well, no, she doesn't care about that. She just cares Mm -hmm. that no one here knows who she is Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to leave this because sport, not really a spoiler, but like once you're here, you don't have contact with the outside world for okay. three years. You get the promises you give them three years of your life. And then you go on to greatness. Like multiple presidents have gone to school here. Supreme court justices, politicians, CEOs, you name it, like the best of the best all go here. So like, that's your promise. Three, you give us three years. You'll excel. She doesn't care about that anymore. She just doesn't want to face the consequences of the outside world. But the thing is she's here. So she doesn't want to leave because of that but she also doesn't want to do the work because she's super depressed and very fuck the world um yeah yeah (laughs) um okay yeah but it's it's like it's not gothic horror but it's like Mm -hmm. got a gothic vibe to it um but it uh it gets real good but as i was reading it i kind of thought about your a little bit about your experience with asms yeah no i get that I thought it might kind of ring true there. Um, plus, it's really good. It's kind of got a little bit of a mystery element to it. Um, and I felt like you could 
maybe not identify with the character, but there, there are some traits there that you could mm-hmm. be like, hmm, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. Yeah. The, uh, the, you know, wanting to aiming for a dream, getting the dream. And then once you're there, like, I don't want to do the work to stay here, but I don't want to leave. Cause I've been trying to get here for so long. Yeah. yeah but also relate you, to that. Also with you starting school, you know, okay. And it's, it's grad school. So <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't easy boss. So, and her classes are all like super hard. So <laughs> why, why we got to read so much. Yeah. That's what See, they I do, got, man. Oh, I got lucky. I did not have to read much at all for my oh grad my school because my grad school was very different. Um, I had a very weird grad school experience, um, but yeah. So yeah. Um, and I got this as a free book from Amazon like it was like a prime oh. read or something like that. So it may, I don't know. You may be, I may to, have it. You may, I've been, I do my prime reads and then, well, that's the I thing. Mo- most of the time, most of the time I don't get anything off the prime reads because oh, I just get rare- it. Cause it's a free book, man. Well, my thing is, is like very rarely is there anything fantasy. Mm. And then so much of it's like book club fiction. I don't read book club fiction. Yeah. See, I um, do. I'll read book club fiction or memoirs. And so most yeah. of the time I can find something that's like, yeah. Okay. But if it, if the only thing that's even remotely striking me is the kid's book. Nah. Yeah. Fuck them but, kids. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I've gotten the thing about it is I don't, I already have a ton of books on my Kindle. I don't yeah. want to needlessly glut it with, with more books. That I know mm. I'm not going to read. So that's fair. So um okay. yeah so Catherine house elizabeth thomas elizabeth thomas i was going to ask you I, I wrote down Catherine house and thomas elizabeth yeah thomas. it's with an s not a z i wrote down z but i remember as i wrote down he's like oh it's an s not a z elizabeth elizabeth yeah. instead of elizabeth yeah. okay yeah. well good good thanks because i definitely i was like thomas with a z no it's <laughs> <an> elizabeth <laughs> No, so, it's, Eli- it's Elizabeth Thomas. Yes. Elizabeth Thomas. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So, so now- I guess we're going in reverse order now. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So, Bob, for you, you may have already read this. And here's the problem with trying to find a recommendation uh-huh. for you is do you read so damn much? Mm-hmm. So, it's like you may have already read yes. this. Hence uh, my recommendation because I knew there was my, no bask way. In my glory. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you haven't read it already, Weave World by Clive Barker. Um, it's fantasy, but a little st- t- a sprinkle of his horror in there. Mm-hmm. I started but it one time. Why um, did you not finish? Because he's Bob. Did you not like it? Because he started it and then he put it down and forgot that I, he was reading it and started something else. You hush. I do that too. I didn't, no, that. I didn't, no, I do the same thing. Um, <laughs> I don't think I owned a copy of it. Okay. Uh, I was... I. Or maybe it wasn't Weave World. Maybe it was a Magica. I can't remember. I have read a fair bit of Clive Barker. Um, Clive yeah. Barker wrote one of my top 10 books of all time that both of you should read at some point because it's it's really written for kids. It was like a kid's book, but it doesn't, to me, I it I had read it like three times before I realized it was a kid's book. <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, the Thief of Always. Okay. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I do like Clive Barker. Um, so, uh and I, I'm vaguely familiar with Weave World, but that's like the first of four, right? Isn't it like a oh, I don't know. I only read. I only read the first. I've only read the one, so okay. it worked just fine no. as a standalone for me. But yeah, Perfect. like you've got like fantasy and this like 
you've got like real worlds and it's not time travel at all but yeah. you've got like our real world and then you've got like this little fantasy world nugget inside but then there's like enough fuckery happens that there's sprinkles of horror in there because yeah. it's clive barker yeah um so i i think you would yeah. enjoy it and again you've got like some good relationships in there like interplay with the characters um i okay. liked the world within a world concept yeah and okay I no enjoy that yeah no 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 no, no. I, I do love clive barker so yeah i will i will look and see if i can't scrounge that up or at least put it added to my wish list so if it pops up on sale i can snag it yeah i think i may have gotten it on audible i think that was one of the ones mm. i listened to yeah. um but oh yeah oh it's good uh so i guess audible does this thing if you buy the book a lot of these books you get the you audible get it book. cheaper well no <laughs> it's narration a, cheaper so here's the thing i i bought this uh book on kindle and then uh, I, I am now taking the kiddo to and from school every day because her yes. school is like four blocks from where I work. So it's a struggle um, to find something that uh, a 37-year-old metalhead and a, 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 a youth, uh, a preteen youth would yeah. uh, enjoy to listen to, um, mm -hmm. a, a youth that doesn't like cussing. Um, so I was like, screamo, you can't even hear the lyrics. Well, it's fine. well, so I started looking through my audio, uh, my audible books. Cause I don't have a subscription anymore, but I still have all those books. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, oh shit, look at this. I, 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 I never bought this, but I have the, I, I bought the ebook when it went on sale. And I guess I, I guess I just wound up with the audible version yeah. as well. Yeah, some um, of the books you get, um, particularly like Prime books, like stuff that you can get, um, or Kindle Unlimited, a lot of know, those books I think come it, with it. I think it was a Prime book. But anyway, yeah. it's mm -hmm. called The Seventh Bride by T.J. Kingfisher. Mm -hmm. It's real good. It's real good. We've been listening to that. It's very like fairy tale, like this girl, this, like this noble comes in. She's like a 15-year-old Miller's girl. He's like, you're going to be my wife. And she can't refuse, really. And mm -hmm. turns out he's a kind of an evil magician. And every night he's like, you have to complete this impossible task or uh, you have to marry me in the morning kind of deal. Mm. And that's where creepy. I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's it's got some super creepy scenes, um, like very like not like sexy, creepy, but like horror, creepy, like, oh, yeah. it's so good. Anyway. Yeah. Good. Um, all right, Derek, I also have two recommendations for you because of course y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um but they're for two different reasons. All right. My my number one recommendation for you is The Gray House. By, Ooh, so good. By Miriam Petrosayan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You yeah. love books that reward deep reading. Yes, I do. This, is, this is the deepest book I've ever read. So we've we've talked about this book before. Um, yes. And I I know the one you're talking about. And yeah. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at no. some point I definitely need to read it. You do. Because like part of the part of the fuckery is there there there's like magic y weirdness at play here. Mm -hmm. But then also uh everyone in the book has a nickname, but there's mm -hmm. a time who is jump. the same person. Yeah, but Who's, there's a time yeah. there's a time mm -hmm. jump and their nicknames change without explanation. And so you're yeah. left to figure that out, like who right. is actually who and 
by context clues and stuff like that. And it's yeah. stupid good. You know me, I, I, at this point in my life, I'm reading to get the story. This is one I actually kind of slowed down on. It's like, Ooh, um, and you're going to be left with a ton of questions. Um, the interpreter, because this was a Russian book, I believe, Eastern European book. Uh, the interpreter who translated the book, uh, who talked with Miriam at length, uh, he actually answers uh, a lot of theories and questions and stuff like that. Like, at, so like afterwards, you're not going to get all the answers, but you can at least get kind of like hints and clues from the interpreter. So that's cool. It's really good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely second that recommendation. Oh, did, did it I, was a good one. And you, and you know, love a, and you love a school book, and it's a school. It's a school yeah. book. I actually didn't know you had read it. I don't think Tanya. I didn't realize you had read it. Yeah, I um, I can't remember if I audibled this one or if I read it. But yeah, it's it's a good one. Um, it was a definitely. Prime book. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, super recommend this one for sure. Yeah. I had forgotten about it. I mean, it's in my little list. I saw it this morning, but it didn't. Yeah register to recommend that for you but yeah mm -hmm. it, you mm -hmm. would really like it it's a good one yeah cool. stupid good cool. um so my my other recommendation is embassy town by china mielville um it is about a alien race that cannot grasp the concept of a lie <laughs> um it's the, and like their language they don't have a word for lie because they cannot acknowledge that concept um and it's about an, a human embassy on this planet <clears throat> and it deals with like linguistics and uh stuff like, stuff like that and i know how much you like linguistics mm -hmm. but um and i don't know this is to me it is possibly along with uh speaker for the dead it's Ooh. probably the best representation of an alien race because so so often when you're reading like sci-fi, like the alien races are just humans with a different skin. Skin, right, right. No, these aliens read as actual aliens. Like they read very different. Um, it's done very well. And China Melville is really good. He's really weird, um, but really good writer. So uh, that was my my recommend my follow up recommendation for you. Mm -hmm. Gray House is better, but I know that Embassy Town has a lot of elements that you would appreciate. I know you've mentioned that author to me before, but I don't yeah. think I've read anything by them. Um, so he wrote uh, Perdido Street Station is probably his most famous. Um, and I've read it. He's he's written a number of books in that setting. Uh, I've read a couple of his short story collections. He's one mm -hmm. of the best short story writers yeah. currently out there. He's got some stories like, you know me, I, I'll forget things in a heartbeat. Um, he's got a lot of <laughs> short stories that have lingered long on the brain. Um mm -hmm. And so uh, he's written some other stuff. Uh, he wrote, oh, oh, he wrote The City in the City, which is really good, too. It's um, uh, the premise is there are two cities that overlap, but like not like their borders touch each other. It's literally like, uh, yeah, uh, like this. You walk down this street, three of the houses on that street might belong to the other city but everything else is in city a, but then like you go over to the next street, all that's in city B, you go to the next street, it's half a half B. Like it's like really interwoven and no one is allowed to acknowledge anyone in the other city. Um, if you want to do that, you literally have to go to like a building in the middle of town and you go in 
Like if you're in city B, you go in it from city B and you can come out it from city A. But like there are literally people walking side by side that are not allowed to look or acknowledge each other because they're in different cities. And uh, it, it's a murder mystery. They're like someone was killed in city A, but dumped in city B. So I actually think I have this one as um, a print book. So if you yeah. wanted to borrow it, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's on my shelf in the living room. Yeah, it's yeah. real good. Um, I haven't read it, but I have it. Yeah. It's real good. Um, if you like a murder mystery and weirdness. And that's China Millville. Weirdness. Cool. Um, okay. okay. So. What you got? I got my Tanya. Pen. Okay. So here's the thing. This one was tough, right? Because okay. first of all, the first thing that I wanted to say, I'm almost positive we've had a conversation about this book and I'm almost positive you already read it. So that's why I was like, well, I got to go to something else. But if I can't, so, so this is, this is the answer unless you've already read it. Fair. And, th- and it's the Joy Luck Club. You gave it to me. I have it. No, you didn't give it to me. You gave me, um, this is how you lose her. But yes, it's Joy Luck Club. I have it. I have not read it, but I have it because oh, of your so recommendation. <laughs> yeah. It is I love that book. Yeah. It's it's kind of memoir-y and it's a lot okay. of different short stories about different perspectives, oftentimes about daughters and their mothers mm-hmm. and their the relationships amongst family members and how okay. it's difficult for them to relate to each other, even though they want the best for each other. And it it's yeah. it's a whole it's God, it's so good. And now okay. I just want to read it again now that I'm thinking about it. But no, I won't. You but have, no, that was have other things to read. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. Yeah. yeah, and then and then uh, another thing that I was so if if you had already if you'd already read that, then I was like, okay. Then I had two directions I was going to go, mm-hmm. and the direction I had decided was somebody needs to read Shogun and talk about it with me oh. <laughs> by by uh, James Clavell because I don't think Bob's read it. I know he knows no. of it. But, yeah, and I, it, it's it's been on my forever TBR. Yeah, it's so goddamn good, but it's such a long and in, I've it's I've a, read I read Whirlwind by James Clavell. I uh, see. I haven't read any of his other ones, Gaijin or any of the other ones, but um, but basically, it's a historical fiction piece about um, I think it's a Dutch um, navigator that gets lost in Japan back in like the turn of like basically right around the the ending of the Tokugawa Shogunate, I think. He's an and expert on rudders. Yeah. And basically it just Dutch rudders. Yeah. Ignoring you. I'm ignoring you. So <laughs> it's fine. But no, it's, it's a very well researched. It's very in depth. They, it has like literally Japanese language when people that are speaking Japanese are speaking Japanese. And if you don't understand the words then you're just like, just as confused as the guy going, I don't, oh, I don't cool. know what, until he oh learns it, okay. until he starts learning it, and then you start getting pieces. And it's a fucking fantastic book. But I, other than my dad, I don't know anyone else that's ever read it. Okay. <laughs> other than like half the world, because apparently it's extremely famous. Um, but oh, it's so good. And I, but then I was like, oh, but that's really long. And then Bob mentioned something about uh, shit. What were we just talking about? Um, John Melville weirdness. I don't know. I think I. Th- if I it, I ended up second guessing myself and I was like, oh, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just tell Tanya she should read uh, Gardens of the Moon so that she can be upset with me and Bob. Okay, you Gardens of the it. Moon. Don't no. don't read it. Don't read it. Oh, okay. So I don't actually write this but No, don't write that one down. That okay. one. Okay. So here's the thing, Bob. We've never done our Malzon book rant, 
No. I mean, um, uh, we've bitched about it repeatedly. But, but we never, went, never like, done, we um, never did a deep dive. It's pronounced Malazan. Uh whatever. Malazan. Okay. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> so basically, just real quick, it's just it's really interesting. It does a lot of like it gives you a lot of room to speculate because it doesn't spell things out for you. It references things and then leaves it mysterious until you learn more about what's happening through context in the book. Um, But it's got a ton of different fascinating things, but they also infuriate you in a lot of different ways. Here's the thing. It doesn't explain uh, 90% of shit to you in that book. And then the next book takes place on a totally different Different continent, continent, totally different cast of characters. And then it's not till the next book that you return back. And then you start to get some of your questions answered. But like, I read nine books in this fucking series and I still can't adequately explain to you how magic works. Okay. I also can't really tell you what the plot is. So the Song of Ice and Fire books, you know, right in the middle, we just jump continents and never come back to talk about the people that you want to be talking about. So, yeah, that's super frustrating. I don't know if I'm going to love that, man. Yeah, no, no, I'm telling you not to read it. Oh, don't read it. Okay, okay. okay, Here's the thing. is It's really frustrating because, like, I'm a big fan of books that have, like, really badass characters. And these books have a ton of badass characters that are all wildly varying. And then like, they are all, this is an uber badass. This is an uber badass. This is an uber badass. And then they rub up against each other and kind of come into contact, but maybe not directly. And then you get to see how they interact together and you know, well, they're all badasses. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. It's fascinating, but because of other aspects of the book, you can't put your finger on exactly how some things are working and there's mysteries there. And it's, it's both good and infuriating. And then because of the, the going somewhere else, the next book, and then all of these other things, it's like, it's really good in a lot of aspects. And then I also hate it with a fiery passion mm-hmm. and the general, I, and it was my, just, my, I was only gonna, re- my only regret is that you did not get the, to the chain of dogs. I got to that. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. It's only did second book. Okay. Yeah. Did you finish it? Mm, I got to I, the I end of, it. I got to the end of the chain of dogs incident, okay. but not the book. Yeah. That's so good. Chain of Dogs, mm-hmm. one of the one of the brilliant parts of that. That's the thing. It's moments of brilliance. Yeah, uh, surrounded by a bunch of shit you didn't want to have to read to get there. And then other stuff that's super intriguing. You're like, I'd like to see where this is going. I'm speculating about this, and then, but you could could you tell me? Like, am I ever going to find out if I'm right or not? I'm not. Okay, we're just going to move on. Got it. Okay. Like for all I bitch about Wheel of Time, I can tell you what the plot of Wheel of Time is. <laughs> Malazan, not really. It's a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of things they want to do all in the same world. And then, and then what they don't tell you is there's like a whole, (laughs) whole ass other author writing books in this same series, basically that (laughs) like round out this, like you see like a guy over here. I wonder whatever happened to him. Oh yeah. It's resolved in this other guy's book. It'd be like me and Bob both writing books in the same world at the same time. And then being like, Oh, this character that Bob built that you really liked. Oh, Derek, Derek finished his story. It's like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I kind yeah. of like it. It's no, like it's kind you know, of cool. professional no, fanfic. It, 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 could be, it, could, it could be really, really cool. My, my biggest thing is like, instead of being a 10 book mega series, this should have been like five different trilogies. Like, how about we just stick with this group of characters over the course of a trilogy? Oh, you want to tell Carsa Orlong's story? Well, how about you do that in a trilogy? Instead of like, we're jumping all around, yada, yada, yada. And just like trilogies that eventually all tie together. 
But see, here's the thing. Oh, God. Because it technically it could have been done really well. Because think about the way the, the first Lies of Locke Lamora book was happening. Like it was jumping around and it did it for a reason because it all tied together really tightly at the end of the book. Yeah. To show things in the order it needed to show them so that you understood what the, the thrust of the story was. But I don't know that they necessarily do that. And doing it over the span of 10 to 20 books is different than doing it over the span of one book that just happens mm. to be pretty hefty. So yeah. it's not the same. Anyways. So yeah, ignore that one. That one was going to be my joke. Like, ah, ha, ha. We will all gotcha. complain together. Book. Yeah. But no, uh, James Clavell's great if you like okay. historical fiction. But if not, ignore that and just do Joy Luck. Joy Luck you didn't read that. And I fucking love that book. I have a, and it's really, and really I, short. I wrote down a joint recommendation for both of you. You both need mm-hmm. to read Shark Punk. It's a collection of shark-based short stories. I'm going to shark punch Edited in the face. by Jonathan Green. Um, and it's real good. It's okay. sharks, Bob. I'm not reading it. You don't it's, like sharks? I don't like the ocean. It's pronounced. It's terrifying. It is it's pronounced scary. Tharks. Yeah. What? Thark. Tharks. Tharks instead of sharks. Tharks. Tharks. Oh, I hate you. All right. Well, on that stunning note, uh, <laughs> we will we'll we'll put a we'll put a pin in that for next time. Uh, everyone, go read Shark Punk. So, um, in the coming week, uh, I, or coming weeks, I hope that uh, as you wander the beach of life, you do not wander too deep into the water and are then devoured by tharks. And hey, as always, do, 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 do. May the blessing of the beard do 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 be upon you. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you for checking out Books, Beards, Booze. As always, you can give us a like and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. And if you got some time, why not go by our website, tellsbybob.com. All part of the Tales by Bob Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Tells by Bob Network. To see all our great shows, go to tellsbybob.com.